Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Gardening has certainly bloomed during the pandemic. Irish consumers have spent 1.2 billion on their gardens in the last year. But what is it that makes gardening such a beloved outlet for people? One person who ha- was struck by the green-fingered passion is Drummond native Deborah Begley, and she's going to feature as a contestant on Garden Heroes on RTE One tonight. She's with us now this morning. Good morning, Deborah. Oh, good morning. Thanks so much for inviting me on to the show. Oh, we're delighted to have you. Uh, very exciting to be seeing you on national TV tonight. Um, tell me how you got into gardening. Well, it's um, going back a long time now. When I first came to Ireland in 1981, I came from Oxford with my husband and we bought a cottage down a very quiet country road with an acre of land and not a clue what to do with it. So I started to grow vegetables and that's really where I caught the bug. And why did you come to Limerick specifically? Oh, well, Martin's father is a Limerick man. He was from Croom. Okay, so that was where you were looking for. Were you, and were you looking for somewhere with, you know, land that you could develop into a garden or grow your vegetables? Um, not specifically now, to be quite honest. Um, I came to Ireland um, two days after my 18th birthday. And I certainly wasn't thinking about gardening at that stage. But we just knew we wanted to settle in Ireland, both of us. My parents are both Irish as well. So both of us really always dreamt of coming to Ireland to live. So, it, you know, it wasn't kind of gardening that brought us here, just the love of the country. OK, so you started off with vegetables. How successful was that for you? Oh, not very successful at all. Oh, dear. Um, so, but it was great because um, it, it kind of uh, trained me into growing plants from seeds, which... Uh, became a very valuable asset as I became much more interested in ornamental gardening. And then what style did the garden take? What what way did you follow? Did you, did you follow some other styles or did you develop your own one? No, we developed our own. We came here to where we're living in Drummond in 1991 and it was a bungalow with half an acre of, well, it was a field. There was no garden here at all. But at that stage, you know, I had been kind of dabbling in a little gardening for about 10 years. So I came here and, uh, you know, I envisaged that we'd just have a nice family garden with a few trees and shrubs. But I became quite addicted to plant collecting very quickly and visiting garden centres every weekend and bringing plants back. And then we just started to develop the garden uh, in our own style, which is, uh, I suppose the garden is like taking a journey rather than just visiting a garden. Walk around uh, many kind of winding pathways and they bring you through the garden and it's full of surprises. You're never quite sure what you'll find around the next corner. So the garden is definitely full of many plants, but it's also full of the magic of fairies. Yeah, so you have that fairy garden there as well. So do you get a lot of visitors? Yes, we do. So... We've been opening the garden now for 20 years, but it's only in the last four or five years that it's really kind of captured um, the imagination of families. So we open every weekend, Friday through to Monday, and uh, we are very, very busy. We have hundreds of uh, people visit the garden every single weekend. Wow. wow. Um, And is it difficult to keep the plants when you have that many visitors, you know, to, to, I presume that has an impact on all the growth? 
It does, but you know we've adapted because we've been learning as we've got gone along. So we've adapted. Um, you know, we have lots of families with small children, so um, we've adapted planting styles to suit the families, and um, we have lots of pathways. There's, there's not a scrap of grass anywhere in our garden because we learned after a few wet summers that grass with a heavy footfall on it doesn't work out too well. So um, it all turned very muddy. So we got rid of the grass completely last year. And so everywhere's dry underfoot now and suitable for buggies and families to walk through. For complete beginners, Deborah, what's your advice? So I have, um, you know, many people who, especially if they have a large garden, half an acre in the country and they're only just starting, my biggest piece of advice would be just start on a small area and work it and enjoy it don't think you have to do a large area and that would still that would still be true of a small town garden just you know bite off what you can chew do a job and finish it well and enjoy it rather than trying to stretch yourself out to do too many areas at once and you won't enjoy any of them and the weeds will be growing in previously cultivated areas while you're moving on to the next one so um, small bites is what I would say. And this trend of rewilding, you know, the leaving your lawns to promote biodiversity and allowing them to grow a bit wild, what do you make of that? Oh, well, I love it. You know, when I'm coming into Limerick and I see the roundabouts wild, I think it's absolutely fabulous. Um, you know, the roadsides left wild, it just makes, you know, the country roads look so beautiful and you know that it's benefiting all the insects. So I think it's a win-win situation. Yeah, um, certainly. Yeah, I think they're 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 lovely, and the wildflowers that grow up in them they just bring something different. And of course, oh, the yes. the knowledge that we're we're promoting the biodiversity and supporting the bees who are so important to us. Uh, Kira's been in touch. She's actually asking about indoor plants. Do you keep indoor plants as well, Deborah? No, I'm absolutely terrible. It's like a death sentence to any plant that crosses my threshold. Really? I'm abs- oh, I'm just awful with house plants. Oh, we'll have to yeah. get a houseplant expert on at some, some stage yeah, to should. help Kira out. But but the advice of, of starting small is very good uh, for anybody who who wants to to get have a go with their garden. I have to say I'm pretty black-fingered myself, whether they be indoor or outdoor. Um, haven't had much success in the past, but maybe I'll take your advice and start small. Half past yeah. seven tonight on RTE1 is oh. the programme. It's half past eight. Oh, half past eight, sorry. Yeah, half past eight. eight. My mistake. And uh, will will the whole family be gathered around to watch? Um, Well, yes, they will. I'm absolutely horrified. I didn't actually want to be featured in the show personally myself. Originally, I thought it was just a showcase for Nice Gardens. And then I realised after we'd kind of gone through the process that really they want to film that's kind of as much nearly about the gardener. So okay. I'm very I'm very camera shy. So I'm actually horrified now to face tonight. I'm delighted and really excited about the garden. You know, being featured on TV, I'm really pleased about that because it you know it looked particularly lovely when they came, and the crew were fabulous. The um, TV company were absolutely fabulous to work with. But I think I'll be sitting there with a cushion in front of my face, <laughs> peeking out when I'm told it's safe. Well, I'm looking forward to watching it myself and seeing you on our screens and also the, your beautiful garden. Deborah Begley, thanks very much for joining us this morning. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.